Hello, my name is Janelle, and welcome to the Genuinely Janelle podcast. I believe everyone's stories, including my own, matters. Stories help me gain a better understanding of myself, the world, and connects me with other people. So I hope through the stories of my life and the conversations I have with others, you will one day find the confidence and courage in your voice to share your story. Now, let's hear a story. I first want to give a huge thank you to everyone around the world who has been listening to my podcast episodes. Whether you've been listening since my first episode or just started tuning in, thank you so much for joining alongside me on my journey of growth and supporting me in this passion project of mine. I also want to give a huge shout out to my friends. As we're navigating through this COVID-19 pandemic, it really warms my heart to know that I'm still able to connect with my friends through FaceTime dates as well as book clubs, game nights, movie nights, and even recording for my podcast through Zoom. I know I shared three podcast collaborations so far, and I'm really excited to share with you all my upcoming collaborations with my friends in my podcast and in other projects. So for today's episode, I want to share with you all one of my many life mottos, how I put it into action, and why it's important to me. For context, the months towards the end of the year, specifically September to December, are always jam-packed for me. Yes, even amidst this pandemic, because there are just so many things going on in my life, such as celebrating my birthday for an entire month, which is the same month as the adoption anniversary of both of my dogs, Moonlight and Rocky, and the birth month of my younger brothers. My family members birthdays, my friends' birthdays, multiple holiday celebrations, and then doing certain things to tie loose ends from the year like introspection, self-reflection, reevaluating my annual goals and daily intentions, setting new goals for the following year, as well as determining and praying of what my theme for the following year will be. I have a lot of things going on around this time of the year, which is why I'm typically overwhelmed in a bad and good way. I feel overwhelmed in a bad way because, as I mentioned, before my days are just so jam-packed. I've said this before in a previous episode and I'll say it again. Life doesn't always go the way we want it to be. So in order for me to avoid becoming burnt out, maintain my sanity, maintain some sense of control of my life, while also remaining open to being flexible with my schedule, I need to be on top of my boundaries, commitments, and priorities. I also feel overwhelmed in a bad way because generally as a person, I think a lot, especially about really deep stuff. And during this time of the year, the amount of thoughts running through my mind are amplified. So sometimes I find myself having a difficult time falling asleep because the thoughts in my mind literally won't relax and shut up as easily as I usually would. Yet amidst all the bad, especially since we're unfortunately still facing this pandemic and the anxiety leading up to the results of the presidential election, I feel overwhelmed in a good way because my heart is still genuinely filled with joy. One of my life mottos or words to live by is one step at a time, one day at a time. And I say this to myself every day, especially more than once during this time of the year. I forgot where I got this phrase, but when I feel overwhelmed and it seems like each day is going by quickly before my eyes, this phrase reminds me to breathe, calm myself down, and remain grounded in the present moment. For me, actions speak much louder than words. So I want to share with you all some of the methods I use to stay grounded when I feel overwhelmed. Number one, affirmations. When I feel overwhelmed, I begin to overthink, which leads me to have self-sabotaging thoughts. And I think of scenarios of negative things that could 
potentially happen in my life. It's definitely overwhelming for me because I was clinically diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and major depressive disorder around the time I started my undergraduate journey, which I'll talk about in a later episode. So overthinking can trigger my anxiety and depression. And to stay grounded throughout the day, I'll look up motivational quotes or I'll say positive affirmations to myself. One of my favorite affirmations is, you may not be where you want to be, but thank God you're no longer where or whom you used to be. Number two, communicate with others. Communication and comprehension are important to me. So when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I like to communicate how I feel with my family, friends, and loved ones because I don't want to displace any of my negative emotions and thoughts onto someone else. I know that no one will fully be able to understand what is going on in my heart, mind, and soul. So all I ask from people is that they understand that if I need space, it's not because I don't love them or that they did something necessarily wrong. Side note, if you do hurt me, I will tell you. Instead, I want them to understand that I need space because I love them and I know that at the present moment, I'm not in a good emotional or mental state. So in order for me to love them at my best, I need them to give me space when I'm feeling my worst. And if I really need help, I'm not afraid to ask. But most of the time, I just need time to experience my emotions and process my thoughts to myself. A third method, experience my emotions. In my mental health journey of overcoming my anxiety and depression, I've come to realize that bottling up your emotions as well as not allowing yourself to experience your emotions is harmful to yourself and the people around you. So whenever I feel overwhelmed, instead of bottling up my emotions, I lean into my emotions to fully experience them. We often hear people say, it's okay to not be okay, which is true. But if you're used to suppressing your emotions, you'll realize how uncomfortable it is to purposefully feel your emotions and how difficult it can be to have to retrain yourself to genuinely be okay with not being okay. In one of my previous episodes, I mentioned that we ultimately have the power to choose how we react to things. And I'm telling you right now that if you're not feeling okay, it's okay to cry. It's okay to wrap yourself around your blankets to feel some sense of protection or scream in your pillow or scream in your car. It's okay to express express your emotions. I always tell people that I just need to feel my emotions and then I'll be fine. My common physical reactions when I feel overwhelmed is that I breathe heavily, I cry a lot, I have to hold myself when I'm frustrated, and I need to run my fingers through my hair a couple of times. And then once I'm able to do that, I'm fine. I'm perfectly okay. I feel free and I can move forward with the rest of the day. By learning to lean into my emotions, I've come to realize that you have to let your emotions go through you so it doesn't stay inside you and become something worse. Number four, go outdoors. I'm very fortunate to be employed amidst this COVID-19 pandemic and to be able to work from home. I admit that working from home has been rough for me because I prefer to have a physical boundary between home and work. So I've been feeling a bit overwhelmed staying cooped up indoors for a majority of the weekdays. Thankfully, we're not completely in lockdown. So yes, 
I do go outside of my apartment with my dogs, my family, and mostly my partner. One of the things my partner and I have been doing amidst this pandemic is go on hikes and walk around San Diego. When I feel overwhelmed, I like to stay grounded by going outdoors because there's just something about nature, especially being near the ocean or being surrounded by trees that's very calming and humbling. I love being able to smell the saltiness of the ocean, see mullets jump out of the lake, and the way the crisp air blows onto my face and through my hair. When I'm surrounded by nature, it humbles me by validating my experiences and reminding me the world is so much bigger than it seems. A majority of the living creatures and organisms on earth have lived much longer than me, and if they've been able to find a way to overcome their respective disasters and storms, there is hope that so can I. Number five, journal writing, gratitude and intentions. In my journal, I like to begin each entry writing down what and whom I'm thankful for. If I'm writing in my journal, in the morning, I like to list down my intentions for the day so that even if I have a long to-do list in my mind, I intentionally focus on completing certain tasks so that I don't get overwhelmed by the grand scheme of things. If I'm writing in my journal in the evening, I like to list down what I did throughout the day as a way to ground myself and remind myself that big or small, my actions are valid and my actions are leading me one step closer into the person whom I want to be and are meant to be. Number six, step away from social media. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm active on social media. No, I'm not on it 24-7, and no, I'm not glued to my phone. I say that I'm active on social media because I do have one Facebook account, a Facebook page for my blog, five different Instagram accounts, which I'll talk about in another episode, a Twitter account, a YouTube channel, and a website. Through my discussion with my friends, they've shared that due to the COVID-19 pandemic and having to stay at home most of the time, they find themselves overwhelmed with all the information that they're taking in from what they see on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and on TV. I acknowledge the privilege that I have in owning a MacBook Air and an Apple Watch because my phone is synced to both devices. So I'm able to minimize the amount of time I'm using my phone or even holding my phone while still getting notified when I receive a call or a text. In that way, I'm able to create a physical balance for myself and refrain from being overwhelmed with all this information I can get from my phone. Let's be real here. It's one thing to tell myself I'm only going to spend 30 minutes scrolling through social media, then it's another thing to actually do it. To put my intent into action, I time myself so that once it reaches a certain time limit, I immediately put my phone down. I also keep my phone in my pocket or at an arm's distance with the screen facing down. So in that way, I don't feel tempted at all to touch it unless I receive a call or a text message. Stepping away from social media has helped me stay grounded by not being so consumed by the information and news that can be found on it. We're seven months deep into this pandemic and I've surprisingly found myself being informed while still spending less time on my phone by redirecting my energy and time into other activities like taking a nap, watching a movie, working out, visiting my garden, and many more. Number seven, utilize Google Calendar. In one of my previous episodes, I mentioned that I like to use Google Calendar and keep track of everything I do to have a visual of how I invest my energy and balance my priorities. When I'm 
I'm feeling overwhelmed, utilizing my Google Calendar helps me stay grounded because my calendar is color-coded. So I visually get to see where I'm directing my energy, which areas of my life need more attention, and also it helps me remember to follow through with my commitments and promises. Utilizing my Google Calendar also helps me stay grounded and accepting that life isn't always going to go the way we plan it to be. So it's important to be flexible, intentionally have gaps in my calendar so that I have time to go from one event to the other and just simply being okay if plans get canceled or changed. I also always have alternate plans. I always have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, a plan E. So even if things don't work out the way I initially want them to be, I'm chilling because I'm still able to find a way to make the most out of my time in the day. Of course, it's easier said than done to take one step at a time, one day at a time, which is why I chose to share the methods I use to bring to light that this is something I practice every single day. The amount of joy I have in my heart and my ability to stay grounded during overwhelming times is not something that happened overnight. It's not easy at all. There are some days that I get unmotivated or my anxiety and depression starts trying to creep in. There are days where it feels like the negative thoughts in my head are going to win. Yet through it all, I'm choosing to fight the battle in my mind and find ways that help me stay grounded, humble, and be my authentic self. There are demons that I'm facing in my mind too, and it's definitely not easy, and it never will be. I really appreciate my partner because when I confide in him, he validates my emotions and thoughts. My partner always acknowledges how much he loves my big ideas, but when the factory in my head is producing an overwhelming amount of ideas and I feel overwhelmed, he reminds me not to be so fixated on the future and to take a step back to appreciate the present. The phrase one step at a time, one day at a time is so important to me because as someone who likes to think of big ideas and plan ahead, I've come to learn that a big event isn't created overnight. As cliche as it sounds, in life, the journey is what makes reaching your destination and your purpose much more meaningful. So this phrase reminds me that it's okay to have big ideas and big goals. It's okay to want to plan ahead to an extent. However, I won't ever be able to make my visions become a reality if I don't take the time to focus in the present moment and do what I can now. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is that it's important to not let the possibilities of what could happen overwhelm me from appreciating what and who I have in my life now. At the end of the day, I can't guarantee you that life will get easier and that you won't face challenges because no one on this earth is exempt from experiencing struggles. But I do know that when you choose to take one step at a time, one day at a time, you'll be able to find ways to help you stay grounded during overwhelming times and appreciate the present moment. Thank you so much for allocating time in your day to listen to this episode. I look forward to sharing another story of mine in the next episode. Stay tuned, and in the meantime, I hope you have a relaxing and productive day.